This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Tuesday, February 11th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's headlines. Dairy slash emissions by 45%. Proposed insurance cuts called inexplicable. And budget boosts sustainable ag research. Study. Dairies have cut emissions by nearly half. Less than a day after Joaquin Phoenix bashed dairy farmers in an Oscar speech, UC Davis researchers have revealed those farmers actually reduced their climate footprint significantly over the past 50 years. The report, published yesterday in the Journal of Dairy Science, shows how dairies have cut greenhouse gas emissions by nearly half. More efficient production practices have also led to a nearly 90% drop in water use. This took place while milk production grew 500% since the 1960s. Improved feed is also translating to less land, energy, and fossil fuel use for milk production. More than 40% of those feed ingredients are byproducts of other food and ag processes, such as from almonds, citrus, and even carrots. Keep in mind, the researchers point out, these numbers are conservative. The assessment does not include the growing use of solar panels or the fact that dairy programs are responsible for bringing the state halfway to meeting its 40% reduction goal for methane emissions. Remember, California is the leading dairy-producing state, representing about 20% of all U.S. milk production. Tulare County is the nation's number one county for milk production, totaling more than $1.6 billion annually. And on that note, following Phoenix speech, study co-author and UC Davis World Food Center director Armaeus Cabrab tweeted, Here we go again, another celebrity using the Oscars platform talking about stealing milk from a cow. Cabrab said they should get outside the Hollywood bubble to see the real world, where nearly a billion people are malnourished due to a lack of animal-sourced foods. Trump reprises and hits on crop insurance and farm programs. They're not giving up. White House budget cutters are doubling down on proposals to slash farm programs and crop insurance, even as President Donald Trump proposes a $1 trillion election year infrastructure program. The proposed cuts, which include reducing premium subsidies for crop insurance and cutting insurance company underwriting gains, haven't gone anywhere in Congress under Trump, and they won't this year either. Still, by keeping these proposals alive year after year, the White House only increases the chances they could find their way into legislative plans down the road to cut the deficit. Now, take note, Trump's fiscal 21 budget also proposes to eliminate the Conservation Stewardship Program, which plays a feature role in plans by the Democratic presidential candidates to pay farmers to help reduce greenhouse gas emissions. Keep in mind, cuts like these also allow the White House to include the $1 trillion infrastructure plan in the FY21 budget without having to propose a tax increase to pay for it. Trade groups representing the crop insurance industry put out a joint statement saying it's inexplicable that the budget would target such a critical risk management tool. Budget boosts sustainable ag and AI research. It's popular to say White House budgets are dead on arrival in Congress, and it's true, big cuts requiring changes in the law going nowhere on Capitol Hill. However, the numbers often matter because they set the administration's spending priorities 
in hundreds of areas, large and small. USDA budget, for example, includes notable proposals to increase research funding for sustainable agriculture, including practices to address climate change and for artificial intelligence. The budget proposes a $175 million increase for USDA's Agriculture and Food Research Initiative to $600 million. Sustainable ag research would increase from $99 million this year to $140 million in 2021. Some $100 million is earmarked in the AFRI budget for work on artificial intelligence. You can read our coverage of the FY21 budget at www.agripulse.com. UK aims to keep ag in the U.S. trade deal. Agricultural tariffs and non-tariff trade barriers will be on the table when British and U.S. negotiators begin talks on a free trade agreement. That according to U.K. government officials who asked not to be named because the negotiations have yet to begin. Everything from the way new genetically modified plant traits are treated to tariffs on U.S. grains will be up for negotiation over the next year as the U.K. extricates itself from the European Union. Bayer appeals while talks continue. Bayer is continuing with appeals of lower court verdicts that linked Roundup exposure to cancer even as the company tries to finalize its wide-ranging settlement with attorneys representing thousands of plaintiffs. The German chemical giant, which bought Monsanto in 2018, has filed its initial brief in a case that resulted in a $2 billion-plus verdict for Alva and Alberta Pillod, which was reduced to $87 million because of caps on punitive damage awards. And its filing in the California Court of Appeal, Bayer argued that federal pesticide law preempts the plaintiff's claim that Monsanto failed to warn them adequately of the dangers of exposure. The company said, quote, For many decades, regulators in the U.S. and across the globe continue to conclude that glyphosate is not carcinogenic. Follow AgriPulse for World Ag Expo coverage starting today. AgriPulse associate editor Brad Hooker will be reporting from the World Ag Expo this week. He joins an anticipated 100,000 attendees for the annual agriculture pilgrimage to Tulare. Expect coverage on a range of policy topics from a discussion with the top U.S. agriculture trade negotiator to a deep dive into Central Valley issues with the state board and interviews with economists on the fruit, nut, and dairy markets. You can also reach out to Brad to connect with him over coffee by emailing him at brad at agripulse.com. Well, here's today's He Said It. While it's discouraging to hear that the administration is proposing to balance the budget on the backs of American farmers and those in need, we know that this budget will not be well received by Congress and is essentially dead on arrival. That Ben Mosley, USA Rice Vice President of Government Affairs. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Tuesday, February 11th, brought to you by FMC. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Nally.